Hey, this is Bill Mosley. I'm Chop Top, I'm Otis, I'm Luigi Largo, and Johnny from Night of the Living Dead, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Squad podcast. Tonight we're going to be talking about 2020's The Lodge, which is currently streaming on Amazon Prime for sale as well as Blu-ray. Uh, we're joined with Sam, Joe, Steve, and myself, Todd. And uh, I'm kind of excited about the dinner I had tonight, guys. I don't know if you want to hear about it. I yes. always want to hear about it. Do you guys like hoagies? I've never had a hoagie. It's like a big, it's like a big sandwich. Yeah. Isn't it like a beer rock or no? I don't know what a beer rock is. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. <laughs> really? No. Okay. Anyway, oh. it, it was a big piece of steak on like a big sandwich bun that's toasted with some butter, got some mariner sauce, some mozzarella cheese in the oven, and some green beans, and it was really good. I'm really happy with it. Todd, the only thing I liked was the green beans. <laughs> I would. I make some pretty good green beans. You got to get the little vegetable oil in there, beans. garlic, yeah. What did you guys eat tonight? We had bacon cheddar fries for mm. our app. A sandwich. And then I had a buffalo steak and cheese sub. Ooh. It was delicious. And Sam, what, what was your main one, Sam? A sandwich. Like what a kind, club like a, sandwich. No, no meat or what? They had turkey on it, Todd. Okay, I'm just making sure, geez. <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs. Go and bacon on there. So- the best lettuce on it. All right. <laughs> Very crunchy. Steve, did you have to get fast food tonight because you're out? Yeah, I got uh, beef shawarma again. It's two weeks in a row, I just realized. But yeah. Okay. Eat it real quick. Mm-hmm. Steve's a new new car owner. Congratulations. Jealous. Thanks. As of one hour ago. So. There you go. Uh, Brand spanking cool. new. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All, right. All those All right. sponsorships we get. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd, Todd, don't forget to mention that uh, the movie's also streaming on Hulu for you Hulu subscribers, so you can watch yes. it on there as well. He will, but he hasn't got there, Joe. Yes, he did. He stole my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And DVD probably, but. And it got a very, very limited theatrical release, which Sam and I went and saw back in February. So, and we've been waiting to discuss it ever since. So we're excited. No, I've been waiting since last <laughs> summer, so everyone can shut up. Last summer we started in February though. Yeah, but I knew it was coming out for the longest time. Oh now. yeah, yeah, we did. We did a trailer review on it too. I remember. It's not a we. It's the me thing. I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. How was the theater? Was it half full? Full? Two people? Go ahead, Sam. No, you go ahead, Joe, because <laughs> you just know everything. <laughs> um, it was actually a really small theater. How many seats? Probably like twenty. You oh, really? Tell me. Yeah, it was a tiny little theater. I'm assuming because of the movie, you know, not it wasn't really advertised. Is it an art house theater? Or... It was a no, it was small. I mean, how many do you think there were? There's only two rows. Where did we see this at? At AMC, but it was like their smallest theater. Two great rows. Storytelling right here. 
It was only two rows. No, it was not. Okay, how many rows was it? Probably like eight. No. Two rows? Do you know how ridiculous that is? Sam. Out of all the times we've gone to the AMC? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There were only like two rows and like 20 seats. There were not no damn two rows. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? All right. If there were only two rows, the theater would be packed if I was the only person with my nachos in there. So two rows is horizontal, Joe. So you would have like the screen would be like 40 feet tall. Exactly. It was. It was small. Okay. It was tiny. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Go with Sam's. Eight rows. How many people were in there? Probably 19. Okay. Or 12. I would say about 20 people. So where did they sit if there were only two rows? They were standing mostly. It was packed. You didn't? Okay. It was let's just let's move along. Like <laughs> let's just start this episode. <laughs> Steve, <over. laughs> just take it over. <laughs> All right, let's get into some questions uh, before uh, this fight comes on forever. Uh, you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. First one, there's a few of them. They come from our uh, good friend, Mandy. She says... Um, I almost read my trivia question then. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you were a, if you were a horror villain, what would be the item or weakness that could defeat you? If I was a horror villain, mm-hmm. nachos for Sam. Is that like a fat joke? No, Joe, you need to stop, man. You <laughs> said <laughs> I thought stop because you love nachos. I'll just be quiet the rest of the episode. Honesty is what will kill Joe. Oh. (laughs) I'm just joking, guys. (laughs) I'm just, like, going along with making this awkward for everyone. Um, I think mine would have to be some kind of weapon, like, you know? Like normal humans? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Any any blunt force weapon. Yep. (laughs) Well, am I just, am I a serial killer? Am I a ghost? Like, you got to kind of decide what villain. That's a good point. What kind of villain you are. Sure. All right, so let's say you're a ghost. Nachos. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I I know what it'd do me in, because it already already does me in in real life. It's heat. I absolutely hate the heat. Dry heat is terrible. Um, Humidity is terrible. I hate it. It stinks. And I like it. Like when people complain that the winter lasted nine months. I know, Steve, I'm not in the freaking negative 40 degrees. We get it. But I still enjoy the <laughs> the long winters. What? And Todd was thinking about moving to Texas. You would have died. Yeah. Thinking? You are? Thinking? Let's move oh. along. Let's move along. Wait. Well, I lived in California. It's really, summer's like 110, 115. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm kind of used to it, but it's still not fun. Yeah. Well, Todd might be going to Texas, it sounds like, so we'll see. Um, I don't, uh, hmm, good question. Uh, I'll just, I'll kind of go with, uh, you know what, I'm going to go voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like Charles Lee Ray voodoo? Like you got to take a kid's soul? What, uh, hey, it's my, if I'm my own villain, the only thing that can defeat me is voodoo. <laughs> Why the hell not, right? I need a bunch of Joe's hair, Sam. <laughs> it's on the way. 
give you my. Uh, I'm gonna go with with cold. It's just fuck, I hate cold. When it's minus forty five, your eyeballs freeze, your you know, mouth freeze. It's just it's just awful. That's it's gotta be cold. You should already be dead then, Steve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm very good at becoming a hermit. So. All right. It's, uh, yeah, you get used to uh, not just not going out essentially. warmers. You and I should team up, Steve, for villains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, all right, let's get to the next question. She says, what's your favorite horror t-shirt that you own, and what are you wearing right now? Ooh. I'm wearing a Freddy shirt right now. You are. It it's says, cool born one. to shred, and he's on a surfboard. Mm-hmm. And he's got cool shades on. Yeah, it's like a summer, like Freddy's ready to kill and chill summertime. What's your favorite horror shirt you own? Um, I really like the Crypt Keeper shirt that I stole from you. Yep, that's a good one. And then Joe also has this shirt that I always, like, obsess over, and it's, like, this old raggedy exorcist shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Currently, I'm wearing a Hawthorne Hotel Halloween party shirt from when me and Sam went to the Halloween party at the Hawthorne Hotel here in Salem last year. It's, uh, it was alien-themed, so there's an alien spaceship on it. And, yeah, it's a fun one. Um, my favorite horror shirt? Oh, my God. That's a tough, that's a tough one. Um, one that comes to mind is my From Dust Till Dawn one that I have that has uh, Santanico Pandemonium on the front of it, played by... The beautiful Selma Hayek, and then it's got like all the other characters kind of in a collage around it. Um, so that one's pretty awesome for sure. Is that a uh, Fright Rags? No, it was like one of those websites that used to do like the 48 hour releases only, and like then they stopped. Uh, but yeah, that site like went under. I think they were, you know, using like stolen artwork or like yeah. not like copyrighted or something. But I used to get a ton of shirts from them because like. All of their shirts were super cheap. I think they were like ten dollars for t-shirts and like twenty for baseball tees. Whatever happened to Rotten Cotton? They used to be they're like the thing. They're still around, actually. I, never, I, I haven't saw, seen them at a con though forever. Uh, I saw them at you know the the only show con I've ever seen them at was uh, Texas Frightmare, and I saw them there a couple years ago. But yeah, they're still around. I, man, I have I still have some Rotten Cotton shirts. I have a Reanimator one. And a uh, uh, brain dead one, and a uh, yeah, I know exactly brain dead with the white, the dude yeah. on the cover. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, shirt I'm wearing currently is a Jaws shirt from Fright Rags. It's got the silhouette of Quince when he's on the boat, like the little um, the landing that juts out from the front of it, looking for the Jaws, and he's under the water. It's pretty cool. And favorite shirt is probably. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Captain Spaulding shirt. It says gas food murder on the back, and nice. I'm really into it. Also, if you guys need cheap horror shirts that are like kind of the cheaper quality, you can go to $6shirts.com. They don't sponsor us. I just use them a lot. They have like Shining shirts and Aliens, stuff like that. Uh, in a very rare move, I'm not wearing a horror shirt right now. Uh, is, I know, which is really rare for me. What are you even uh, doing on this podcast? I know. Um <laughs> But the shirt I'm wearing is the poster for Threat Level Midnight from The Office. Oh, nice. <laughs> so because I was going out to, to like buy a car, I figured I shouldn't wear something like yesterday I wore that says I love evil, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my favorite shirt is uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Speech shirt that I got at 
Halloween Horror Nights last year. Uh, just really colorful and stuff. So uh, I really dig it. Yeah, Steve got me an awesome Shining one, actually, now that he mentions it. And the colors really pop from Halloween Horror Nights with the nice. greedy twins on it. And I get compliments. Have you worn it? I have, and I've gotten complimented on it, like, every time I've worn it. So. How come I don't know what it is? Is it a baseball tee? No, no, it's just a regular black t-shirt, and it says, like, Halloween Horror Nights on the sleeve. You've seen mm-hmm. it before. Well, I must say, I'm a little disappointed that none of you guys said your Horror Squad shirt was your favorite <laughs> shirt. You're right, we messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about favorite web- <laughs> favorite websites to order horror shirts from? Anyone got a, want to throw out some suggestions? No. They're expensive. Yeah, I mean they are pricier, but uh, six dollars shirts, I, like I said. Yeah, I mean Fright Rags is great, but they're a little pricey. But you you know it's also quality stuff. Yeah, it depends. And then you got uh, Creepy Company, good stuff. Cavity colors. Cavity colors, yeah. What's that, London 1888 or something? Yeah, they have some cool, fun designs, too. Yeah, yeah it's just too expensive for me. Like, if I buy a $15 shirt from an American website, it costs me, like, 60 so If you buy just... a $15 shirt, I want to know where, because they're all, like, 25 <laughs> No, yeah, it's, well, uh, Shirt Punch or 15 uh. So, yeah. Anyway, um, next question. What's the weirdest thing a fan slash listener slash viewer has said to you. Ooh. Boy. <laughs> I feel like this question's best for Sam since like she has her Halloween happy stuff too. So I feel like she's gotten some weird stuff over there. Um I mean there was one time I've talked about this before, but when I wasn't on the podcast and I came on for an episode and I was talking about Michael Myers, like someone slut shamed me through email because yeah. I was talking about like the things I wanted to do to Michael Myers, which is a fictional character, you sicko. <laughs> try and bring me down. Um, and just the occasional weirdos that try to message you and send pictures of body parts you really didn't ask for. <laughs> Over under fifty wiener pictures. Under. Under. Yeah. If it well, was I'm over, gonna up I that up. Like turn off my direct <laughs> messaging. Have you ever got anything sent to you that's off the wall? Like in uh, your P.O. box? In my P.O. box? No. No, like no underwear or anything? Mm-mm. That's disappointing. Nope. <laughs> um, I honestly, I can't say I've ever had a weird encounter with any. I mean, I've met some listeners at like cons and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I've had, it's all been good interactions for me. Nothing weird. Well, I mean, I've had a couple people that would make the rounds and be really weird. Well, online, yeah, but that's like not too weird. bad. Like, yeah, but no, nothing like yeah. they're just weird. Like nothing like, like maybe like socially weird, but like nothing crazy. Yeah. Where you're like afraid. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I- I've had worse interactions on like eBay. <laughs> like if you sell something and it like has a dog hair on it, they're like, "What the fuck? I'll come to your house." <laughs> like what? Oh my gosh! It's crazy. Stop it, Todd. Guys, don't get any ladies that message you say, "Oh my God, that your podcast is so funny. I really loved how <laughs> you, you expressed your opinion about how that girl's boobies were sliced uh, off." No, can't say I have. <laughs> I have. I know. I was like, I know. Stop quiet. 
Moving on. I feel like our, our we're, we're like probably seventy percent male audience, but I could be wrong. I think it's higher than that. I think we got two <laughs> yeah. percent. I think the only females that listen, Sam probably brought in. So. No, I don't think that's. There's some from like your group. Yeah, that's true. Like I did, Kayla. Yep. Uh, actually, um, most of the listeners from the podcast are female. The ones that message me. So. Oh, great. See. And they're all super cool. So, um, but for me, it's back from when I was a YouTuber. Uh, I had this person from like England or something that kept sending me messages saying how upset she was with my with my show and my channel. Oh, and nice. she she constantly said this. I, I'll never forget this. She'd always like fit in somewhere in the message. I really want to bobble your bobbleheads, or I want to like, <laughs> I just want to go to your house and like touch your bobbleheads because I was a bobblehead collector at the time. Yeah, it was, it was uh, weird. Guys, yeah. please don't. <laughs> yeah, so I got rid of my bobblehead collection. So you did? Bobble them well, mostly, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, Is it yeah, because yeah. of her? Like, I don't have any more. <laughs> <laughs> No, I kept my horror ones, but all the rest, it's, it's like, it just doesn't fit anywhere anymore. Like, I'm pretty much mostly horror now, so, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but, yeah, so she stopped messaging. Did you sell them? I sold them on, yeah, and to, like, Alberta or something, somewhere else in Canada. Um, that person was super happy, so. I have a very expensive bobblehead. It was, it's, uh, I went to a uh, minor league baseball game, like, 10 years ago, and they had Stephen King bobblehead night, and like the thing goes for like three hundred dollars on eBay now. Yeah, well, he's from Massachusetts, so that's why. What's the minor league team name there? Uh, the, Lowell, the Lowell Spinners. They're single single Lowell A. Spinners. Mm-hmm. Minor league teams have the best names. Like the Angels Farm has Salt Lake Bees and the um, Arkansas Trash Pandas. <laughs> I really want a Trash Panda jersey. <laughs> um, all right, her last question. Best horror item you purchased during quarantine? Ooh, probably my Shelly Duvall autograph, which I know Steve got as well. So, um, but yeah, that's probably probably my favorite thing I've gotten so far. Um, I haven't really ordered much. A few weeks ago, I ordered um some new sweatpants from Cavity Colors, the Elvira ones. And I ordered a Candyman sweatshirt, but they haven't come in yet, so. Where's the Candyman sweatshirt from? Uh, Cavity Colors. Cavity I Colors. thought they would send it because the sweatpants were like a pre-order thing, but they haven't. While we're on the subject of buying stuff, um, for the movie collector, Severn Films has their halfway to Black Friday sale this Friday on 50% off right. everything. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, not sin- uh, Severin. Vinegar Syndrome has a 50% off sale. Um, anyway, best horror item. Um, I haven't bought that much stuff either. Actually, I just bought... GameStop had a uh, Resident Evil sale, so I bought uh, four through seven in like a pack for 25 which is a pretty good deal. Nice. That's cool. Uh, for me, well, I also bought the Shelly Duvall autograph, so... Uh, I won't say that, but I also got, and I know Joe got did that as well, uh, the Grady Twins with Danny in the hallway, and all three of them signed it. So yeah, that's another thing bad. I got. Yeah, I'm really looking yeah, forward to receiving those. Tomorrow, actually, so that's I'll awesome. send you a picture. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I think I, I think I said this before, but Danny's actually a professor here in Kentucky. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's so cool. Weird. Yeah, I met him before. He's really, he was really cool, really nice. He said he like doesn't remember. Well, he said like when uh, Kubrick was really protective over him, like, and that he didn't like fully know he was doing like a horror film. That's cool. Yeah. So he hated women, but like the kids, get it? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's pretty rough on Duvall there, especially yeah. if you watch that documentary on. And you can watch it; it's on YouTube. Got that performance out of it though. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And Duvall actually kind of defended him, like in a way, saying like, you know, like it brought out a good performance in her, but she said it was like one of the worst experiences of her life. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't talk about your Blair Witch thing that you. Cry through the tantrum over Joe. Yeah, I did buy a super rare Blair Witch candle holder. It's an officially licensed piece. I think it's a promo item, but when it came in, it came in broken, and I was very sad. Sam can attest to it that I like kind of freaked out when I opened it and it was broken. Yeah, um, I was out there for <laughs> two seconds, and he started getting pissed off. I was like, "Nope, not dealing with this," and so I went to go hide in my office. Yeah, which I think is funny. Um, because Joe will sweep and stuff, and I have some of my Halloween decor pieces on this, like, TV stand. And he's broken, oh, probably about five pieces of my fucking decor. And I'm like, Joe, I'm going to start throwing your stuff away every time you break something <laughs> of mine. Like, it is ridiculous. And so when that came broken, I was kind of smiling on the inside, <laughs> and then today I told him, I was like, Joe, I think this is karma for you breaking all of my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> Get but, some super glue on it. Well, I was going to say with a little bit of good news that came out of this is I uh, I had posted it in uh, um, the Blair Witch Project uh, official group on Facebook. That's run by uh, a friend of uh, mine, Matt Blasey, really good guy. I met him through that group, and we've become friends um, through it, but uh, – yeah, through that group, I met a uh, a guy who's uh, who does um, like special effects, like and makeup work for a living, and he offered to fix it for free for me. So I'm gonna mail it to him this uh, this week, and he's gonna uh, fix it up for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question comes to us from uh, Donna Hosi two two one, says, "Oh yes." Was wondering your thoughts on Joe Bob's last drive-in, or if anyone watched it. I haven't heard anyone on the pod say anything about it. Yeah, I actually haven't watched any of it. I was, um, I never like was a Joe Bob person growing up or anything like that. Never really got into him. I, I mean, I have watched a little bit of him since, but uh, yeah, just haven't uh, on that bandwagon. I don't watch him, and I won't. Why? Because, what do you get against him? Because. Because why? <laughs> because. Is there something we should know? Did he touch you? No. <laughs> Not yet. Um, I watched two episodes and I liked it. I just don't have the time because it's like four hours long, I think, or something like that. Mm. So it's a little time consuming. Yeah. Like not a life or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't watch it either. In fact, I didn't even know who this was until like last year. Um, it's just not a thing in Canada. So I never really want to check it out. But I do follow a lot of people on Twitter, especially, that do watch it. So they talk about it a lot. And I do usually end up watching the two movies because he usually, like I guess, talks through two movies during the episode. 
and you know it's a cool way of kind of everyone talking about the same movies at the same time so i do usually end up watching those two movies on my own and just kind of get into the conversation on twitter and stuff but mm-hmm. as for watching joe bob himself i uh, know it's not something i've done or probably plan to do because like todd says four hours is a lot you can cram in three four different horror movies in that time you know so right he, he does give a lot of good trivia though like i learned a lot about chud that i didn't know but I mean, yeah, four hours. Yeah. And that's why, like, it seems like everyone's talking about Chopping Mall over the last two weeks. I've seen that movie, like, mentioned <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have two more questions. One is for The Lodge, so I'll keep it for later. But our last one isn't Lodge-related. It's from Bride of Frankenstein. What are some of your favorite summer horror movies other than the obvious? Jaws and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know what you did last summer. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Todd? Let me have this. Hey, is it summer movie? What? I mean, it has is it someone in the top. Oh, yeah. Fourth <laughs> of July, Todd. Uh, never mind. Um, I mean, it's fucking. Geez. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the one with the Fourth uh, of July guy and he comes back from the dead and starts killing people? I can't, I'm drawing a blank here. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. I'm going with Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam's a good. A good one. That's a fun one. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing one in the uh, rent like a shit. What is it called? The video video store. Rental? Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> I one, rented it. That one had an awesome lenticular cover. Yeah. Where what? Yeah. That one was amazing. I gotta find that actually now that we're talking about. Jack Frost had an awesome lenticular cover. Um, as well, if people don't know what lenticular cover means, it's like where you go like back and forth and like the picture like changes, sort of. Really cool. Um, no, oh, did you guys see on a? I was watching that Horror Hunters, and I'm, I know Steve watched it. I gotta find me that Frankenhooker VHS that talks. Oh, that's rare. That? Oh yeah, that's cool. How awesome yeah. is that? Is Super it rare? rare piece. Yeah, very rare. I, I, I like googled it after, and I couldn't find like anything on it. So yeah, must yeah, but that thing was badass. Um, I don't know honestly. It you guys kind of gave up, gave, came up with some good ones. I can't really think of any other summer ones. I mean, Jaws is obviously the number one that comes to mind. Hey, Joe, you can buy that for seventy bucks right now on eBay. Freaking hooker. Really? The one that talks? Yeah, I'll send it to you right now. Ooh, that's that's no, that's tempting. Yeah, I don't know. it's really cool though. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll go like maybe like Sleepaway Camp or Friday the Thirteenth. I guess is the yeah. obvious answers. We're both in summer camps, so yeah. I'll throw out now Nothing that you wrong man- with that. now that you mention summer camp uh, summer camp ones. I'll throw out Summer Camp Nightmare. It's a it's a really good one and not one many people talk about. So I'll recommend that one. Awesome, um, and that's all the questions we have for now. We have a few more for the lodge later. But thank you to everyone who sent them. We can't do this uh, segment without you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Love you. I love you more. (laughs) I love you more than Joe loves you guys. Oh. Don't buy that tape. It got the voice thing removed, Joe. Ah, yeah. It's ridiculous. What are we doing? What watched? Yes, sir. All right. Let me pull up my notes. You guys go, go ahead if you got some. Sam, you got any this week? I feel like there was something I wanted to talk about last week, but I can't remember it right now. Okay. All right, well, while you're thinking, I'll go first then. 
the first one I have tonight is called uh, The Room. It's a 2020 release. Um, this one is about a couple who... I didn't talk about this, did I, last week? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like... I said, I said a joke about The Room, I think. Okay. Then never mind. <laughs> All right. So my first watch... my. I, sometimes I don't delete the movies on my list, so I'm like, sorry guys. All right, my next, all right, so my first one for tonight then is um, Odd Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> finally, Joe! <laughs> Which I know Sam has been telling me to watch for a very long time. Uh, Odd Thomas is a mid 2000s release um, starring Anton Yelchin. Actually, I'm sorry, it's it actually came out in 2013. RIP. Um, but yeah, RIP. Yes. Um, but uh, basically, this movie is about um, this. His name is literally Odd Thomas, which I thought was interesting. Um, but basically, he is kind of like a clairvoyant, like a well, he sees like ghosts basically, and he like um, and like there's this one ghost that is like he sees that is like gonna create like a crime or something and mm-hmm. like he is warning and Willem Dafoe is in this as well um as the police chief that autonomous works with and they're basically trying to stop this an apocalypse essentially from happening in this small uh town um it's a really fun movie I, I definitely recommend it it's very quirky um definitely like you know, horror comedy for sure. Um, but yeah, it was really fun, and I would definitely magical too. It is, yeah, definitely some fantastic like fantasy horror. Mm. Kind of got a little bit of everything in it. Um, but yeah, I don't, it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, very quirky. Like it's uh, some people I could see maybe not enjoying it because it's definitely a certain type of comedy. But uh, I definitely enjoyed it, and I would recommend it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Anton guy though. He's he's yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Very yeah, real good actor. And uh, Willem Dafoe's good in like anything. So. Yeah. Anton's kind of likable. Like just uh, he was good in the Lighthouse. Willem Dafoe was awesome in the Lighthouse. Everything was good in Lighthouse except the the movie itself for me. Like everything else was great. <laughs> all right, Todd, I'll take it. No, I'm like you know well shot and acted and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched a single thing, guys. That's horror related, so. Uh, I guess I'm going to sit out this time. Anything not horror-related you want to throw out there? Well, if you want to talk about Scoob. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's, let's hear I it. Thought it. I thought it was terrible, man. Terrible. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scoob. Oh, actually, I read I read Interview with a Vampire for the first time. Ooh. Um, I, I wanted to talk about it when I watched it again, so I can do a double, double feature reading and watching. But um, mm-hmm. I... Like, rarely is the movie superior, but this is definitely the case. An Interview with the Vampire is basically just one big rant from um, Louis, who is Brad Pitt in the movie. Um, just talking about how like, terrible the stat is, how sad Louis is about life. It's just really, like, kind of uh, emo-ish. Um, and just, like, goes on and on and drags and drags. And I did not like the book at all. It's like a 2 out of 10 for me. Um, but I really like the movie. But the book's just bad. Hmm. That movie's awesome. I love that movie. Mm, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, so my first one is uh, In Fabric, which I had written down as something I need to watch, thinking someone recommended it. But after like, I did. With... Was it you? Yeah. 
We okay. didn't recommend. We said we hated I it. I did. I said you should still watch it. Uh, though. Okay. I hated okay. it. See, because I forgot to write why I wrote it down. But anyway, so I watched it. Uh, basically, it's a story of like a haunted red dress that uh, you can buy at some department store, full of like really creepy, freakyish people. Uh, I just did not like this movie at all. Uh, the movie is fucking weird. Um, there are some cool scenes with the dress like floating around and stuff, which is a little cheesy, but still fascinating but the movie itself is boring as hell uh, i wouldn't recommend it at all just just a terrible film maybe i like the soundtrack more i guess maybe i need to relax for a second mm-hmm. yeah that's one that's an a24 mo- movie that i cannot get on board with did not like it at all uh all right sam did you figure out what you wanted to discuss um have you guys heard dead to me on netflix with christina applegate and the girl that actually was in scooby the scooby movies with matthew lillard oh uh What's from freaks and geeks yeah uh I forget her name hottie yeah they're, yeah they're both babes um anyways netflix just put up uh season two so i started that show it's a really good one um it's about, it's kind of hard to, uh, Linda Cardellini, is that? Yep. You're like shaking your phone, <laughs> Sorry. so it's hard for my eyes to focus. Um, it's a really good movie. Like Christina Applegate's character, um, she loses her husband and she starts going to um, meetings about grief and all of that stuff. And she meets uh, Linda's character. And later on in the show, you kind of find out who did a hit and run on her husband and it just kind of goes into this weird twist and it's um kind of serious but it has its funny parts in it and it's pretty good i would definitely recommend it it's a movie or tv show it's a tv show show. but the episodes are like 30 minutes so you go through it really fast yeah Alrighty. it's my turn i think uh, all right, uh, my next one is a 2020 release, and uh, this one, shout out to the Canadians, because apparently they don't want the Canadians to watch it. And this one is Z. Uh, Z is about a um, uh, a kid who has an imaginary friend, and basically, like, the imaginary friend is evil and, like, terrorizes uh, the kid and the family. Um you know, I would say the best way to describe it is it it's kind of like the Babadook, but, like, not as um, ambiguous, I guess you could say. I think if you didn't like the Babadook, you might like this one. Um, it's, like, a nice um, alternative to the Babadook. Uh, overall, I actually really like this one. Um, currently, it's definitely sitting in my top ten for 2020 i mean not a lot has come out yet in 2020 but i think it might stick on there um i i really liked it um i thought it was um you know it started kind of weak but it got better and better as it went and i really enjoyed the ending and uh yeah it's one i would definitely recommend yeah fuck that movie (laughs) (laughs) um uh, so yeah, uh, then that, my next one is one that really scared me as a kid, uh, particularly in, in scene near the beginning of the film, and that's Return of the Living Dead Part Three. Um, when oh, I was a yeah. kid, 
the, the like I was just walking by the TV while my dad was watching it, and I caught the first scene, which is when they're trying to like kill and reanimate a zombie uh, who's really like frail and like white hair, and it's just super freaky uh, a zombie. And I actually, if you look on my YouTube channel, I used to do top tens. I did top ten scariest scenes, and I put that in my top ten because I think it's really chilling. Uh, the movie is good. I actually really enjoy it, but it ha- does have a huge shadow over it. Is that it's not as good as the original. Uh, but, but as far as sequels go, I think it kept a lot of the zaniness of the original while also kind of keeping it serious. Um, so if you like that series, I would highly recommend this one. I don't see it talked about nearly as much, uh, with good reason, but I think people should uh, definitely check this one out because it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. So Eternally Dead Part 3. It's a great one. I like it a lot. And I also really genuinely feel bad for the couple. Like, yeah, they do yeah. really good, like, um, portrayal of them actually loving each other. So that's pretty well done too. Uh, you know, I realize I don't think I've ever seen the second one. I can't, oh. find, it, I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, the uh, Screen Factory has a special edition, but it's um, it's really bad. Huh. Yeah, don't oh. see four or five either. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I didn't even know it went that high. <laughs> yeah, Rave to the Grave and Necropolis, both sci- sci-fi pictures, like Friday night movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's that? Me, sure. I guess. Oh, all right. Uh, all right, my last one for tonight is Night of the Demons Part 3. Um, I had thought this was a first-time watch, but then when I started watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this one before. Uh, but basically, it is about um, this group of kids They're on Halloween night. They're, you know, going out partying and stuff, and they end up basically, like, almost— it's kind of like they accidentally um, rob, like, this um, convenience store— um, where things kind of, you know, go wrong and they accidentally shoot the clerk and they think they murdered him. So they decide to hide out and where do they hide out? Hull house. Uh, so, uh, and with, of course, Angela is there, uh, with Amelia Kincaid, uh, reprising her role. And, you know, from there, you know, the demon stuff happens. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this one. It was way better than I expected it to be. Um, it's probably the weakest of the three, but I still think it is definitely worth a watch. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it overall. It's the best gun blowjob scene of all time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Better than Swordfish? (laughs) My God, I forgot about that one. (laughs) No, she gives the gun a blowjob, literally. Yeah. Okay. It sucks bullets out of it. Sucks the bullets <laughs> out of the gun. Yeah. She spits them out. Yeah. Uh, Sam, did you have another one? No, I've got to go throw up. Whoa. No, just joking. <laughs> um, gonna... I don't think so. All right. Maybe next week. We'll see. You never know with me. You just <laughs> never know. And had me watch Pitch Perfect for the first time ever. Oh man! <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know what? You know it really wasn't that bad. I was I was expecting the worst, and I I didn't hate it. If you like music, I feel like you wouldn't <laughs> mind Pitch Perfect. But and now Too musical. I'm gonna have her watch Goodfellas this weekend because she's never seen it before. Nice. So. Oh my God! You're in for a treat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Uh, my last one is a series on Netflix. It's only got one season so far, but there is a second one announced, and that's Lock and Key. So this is based off a series of Joe Hill books, Joe Hill being Stephen King's son. Uh, it's a little bit more on the fantasy side, but it also incorporates a lot of horror elements. One uh, of the examples of that is there's a side story about a group of kids who are called the Savini Squad that are filming a low-budget horror film throughout the series. So it does okay. have... Goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shots fired. Shots definitely <laughs> fired. Um, yeah, so the, the show is actually really good. Uh, it's a little bit of a slow start. It took me two or three episodes to get into it. But once it reveals kind of what the story's about, uh, it becomes really interesting. And I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, it's a good intro to horror for, for kids, I think. Uh, because it does kind of look at it from their perspective a little bit. And uh, the fantasy elements are really cool. The horror elements aren't too bad. But there's nice little kind of Easter eggs for more hardcore horror fans like we are. Uh, overall, I really recommend this one. It's it's really awesome. It's only 10 episodes. And uh, I can't wait for season two. So I recommend checking it out. Yeah. We were talking about it. I think Sam and I will jump on it eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Uh, I, I've been seeing the It Kids like pop up a lot lately. Uh, this is another one. So it, it stars uh, the kid who played Georgie. And of course, in The Lodge, you had an It Kid. And, just, yep. and last week or two weeks ago, it was Grant's Old Heddle, which I had another It Kid. They're, they're like really. Uh, they're literally the it kids right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it seems to be a theme with us uh, lately. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, Lock and Key, and uh, that's it. Nice. Did you say the best it kid actor is? Jesus. Everyone, what? It's only because you have a crush on her. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Joe Sam. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoa. Shots. Fired. Shots fired indeed. Would you say Jaden? Yeah. This kid from the lodge, right? This yeah. kid tonight. Yeah, he's good. And uh, I'm excited to watch the show he just did with Chris Evans. Oh yeah, defending Jacob, mm-hmm. which they filmed some of it in Salem. Why didn't I know that Jaden was here? <laughs> I don't think he was. I think it was just Chris. Well, in the commercial, I saw him walk out of that courthouse. Oh, maybe he was here then. We'll see. All right. All right. So I guess let's get into some horror. Okay, I changed my answer. Oh. It's Ben. Yeah, he's yeah. What's he been? Goosebumps. Goosebumps that's too. Yeah. Or are you afraid of the dark? And are afraid you of afraid of the dark, of the dark. Too. Yeah, that's right. And he has a YouTube channel, so if you want to go <laughs> peep it out, go subscribe, go thumbs up, smash that like button. Oh. Who was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? I, uh, the Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon, the TV series. Oh, okay. Really good. Have you seen it yet, Todd? No, I haven't. Oh, Todd, you no, would love it. Your kids love it, too. I think I told them this last week. We told them this last yeah, week. Yeah, you did. Every other week. It's I, oh, just that, Todd. Mm-hmm. I am Has current on... It? No, Steve doesn't have that in Canada. No, I don't have Nickelodeon here. Gosh, pay attention, Sam. <laughs> Sorry, I forget. There's so much. I am uh, current on what we do in the Shadow Season 2, but I talk about that every week, so I won't talk about that again. But Jackie Daytona, yep. Legendary, 
And then I watched the one last night too, which is good. Yeah, too. how was last night? So we haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. every freaking episode's good, man. Yeah. All right. Ready to get into some horror news then, folks? Sure. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's start off with a big piece of news tonight as Dewey will officially be coming back as David Arquette has officially confirmed he will be starring in the new Scream movie from, of course, the directors of Ready or Not. Um, Arquette was quoted as saying, I am thrilled to be playing Dewey again and to reunite with my Scream family, old and new. Scream has been such a big part of my life, and for both the fans and myself, I look forward to honoring Wes Craven's legacy. So, yeah, some good news there, for sure. I, I hope they bring back Stu like they've been teasing. Yeah, I know Matthew Lillard has been... Uh, championing himself on Twitter that he he would love to come back. I just would you be okay with that? Like I he, I would I, I always thought that kill was kind of weak, man, because the okay. TV was like two feet off. I know it's a, a big ass CRT TV; those are fucking heavy, but you can easily explain that away. Like I, I'd be cool with it. Yeah, I think yeah. you could too. And I know he was. I think we already talked. We talked about this like last week, but you know he was supposed to come back for Scream Three, and then like the Columbine sh- or was it Columbine or some school shooting happened, like and they that. they wrote him out of it. So yeah, we should cover Scream Three and Four. I haven't seen those forever. I haven't seen Scream Four and yeah or Three. Yeah, you're right. I haven't seen either of them. I remember. Yeah, be fun. I remember really liking Three at the time, but I'd be interested in going back to it because I know a lot of people hate it, hate on it. So yeah, maybe we'll do it before the new movie releases there. That could be fun. Um, All right, next bit of um, horror news here is Jamie Lee Curtis, folks, will be, is set to direct a horror film. Uh, The movie uh, is going to be called Mother Nature, and it will be for Blumhouse Pictures. Um, Currently, um, no other stuff as far as plot, everything kind of under wraps right now, but Jamie Lee Curtis directing a horror movie. Pretty exciting. I know, Sam, I told you this and you were freaking out about it. I was excited. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Blumhouse concerns me a little bit. Don't start. But <laughs> their quality has got They've gone down in quality a little bit, but we'll see. Um, all right, next bit of news. Do you guys remember horror novelizations? Remember when those were a thing? I collect them no. still. Do you? Yeah. You got some I good ones? Yeah, I got... I got nice. Gremlins 2, I got a couple Dawn of the Deads, mm-hmm. I got a lot of uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, and a couple Friday 13ths, which are pretty rare. The last one I bought, though, was um, Halloween, the latest one. It was pretty good time. All right. Well, Todd, you can add to your collection now, as they have just announced that Halloween Kills will be getting an official novelization. Um, the, nice. uh Yeah. You can actually uh, order it right now. It's available for uh, pre-order if you'd like Ooh, to grab it. I'm going to grab it right now. Okay. Does, does it have a different title, though? Because I'd be excited about that. Uh, no, I think it's just called Halloween. <laughs> in the in the last Halloween tie-in, it goes, like, you go from Meyer's um, perspective. It's actually really cool. You're in his head. Ooh. It's um, He talks about, like, how he ambushes the cops and stuff. It's pretty good. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, next bit of news here. Did any of you guys watch Hannibal? Any fans? Nope. No. All right. Well, you'll be able to watch it as all three seasons of NBC's Hannibal will be hitting Netflix on June 5th. 
So I have heard nothing but good things about this show. So I think I'm going to check it out when it hits Netflix for sure. Um, so, yeah. Next bit of news here is another thing with Netflix. Um, you Tremors fans, it's leaving Netflix. So jump on it. Watch it before it leaves at the end of June. June 30th, to be exact. Tremors 2, 3, 4, and 5, and the original will all be leaving Netflix, sadly. So go and watch your Tremors now while you still can. But go to Walmart, get Tremor Attack Pack Blu-ray for 12 bucks, get all those movies. Ooh. In three right. years, forever. All right. Good bit of news. Uh, all right. A couple more pieces of news here. Uh, Don Mancini just did an interview recently talking about the Chucky TV series, and it appears Chucky may not be chasing Andy anymore. Um in the interview, uh, Don Mancini uh, said, With this TV show, our mission has been to preserve the straightforward scariness of the original film or the first couple of films, but at the same time continue on with this ever-expanding tapestry of consistent story that we spun over the course of seven movies and 30-some years. I think fans are really going to love to see the new characters that we introduce into this realm uh, and just to see how they come off of our classic characters. Uh, not just Chucky, but some of the others that you may be hoping to see, there's a good chance they may turn up. But, he said, Chucky has a different goal in the TV show than he's ever had before, and it's specifically something that is designed to evoke something that's going on in the zeitgeist today. So, yeah, sounds interesting. Uh, the Chucky TV series, currently on hold, obviously, with all the corona stuff, but um, is supposed to be shooting... Um, relatively soon. I know they were shoot, shooting for a uh, fall release on sci-fi, but obviously that might not happen now, but it'll be coming out um, very soon. And See, in the last... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. You might have said it, but it doesn't follow where his last movie was? I don't believe so. I I, hmm. I don't... I don't... I'm not 100% on that, but I think they're doing something... They're going for something totally different. Gotcha. Is it going to have... Do you know if it's going to have Andy Barkley, the actor, back? Yes, I I know they're wanting to bring back like uh, definitely him. I think Jennifer Tilly is coming on for it. I think uh, Fiona Dorf is coming on for it. So Definitely I think they're going to have a lot of those characters. I don't know if they're going to be main or if they're just going to be side characters and stuff. But from what I thought I had read that the main character is going to be gay in this one. That was like a big thing they wanted oh. out there. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, and then the last bit of news here. I know, Sam, I know you hate Funko, but I think you might think this idea is kind of cool as Funko has announced a 13-day spooky countdown advent calendar as uh, for for what they're calling Funko-ween. Oh, stop! <laughs> and what it is is basically a big box with 13 doors, and you open the door each day, and you will get a horror toy or a, horror, a mini horror Funko out of it. Uh, currently, um, the licenses they have um, is Annabelle, It, Little Shop of Horrors, The Shining, The Nun, Beetlejuice, The Exorcist, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and The Lost Boys. So that's kind of fun, I think. Like You could count down 13 days. That's cool. And open a different door each day, and you get a little horror figure out of it. When's that so, for sale? 
Um, it's actually uh, available currently on pre-order on Amazon, and the price tag is $39.99. What was it called again? Funko? Uh, Funko uh, Advent Count. Funko Advent Counter lookup, I guess, or it's called uh, 30 Day Spooky Countdown. Okay, okay. Yeah, so pretty cool there. Um, so yeah, come down here uh, 13 Days of Halloween with some uh, spooky toys. They have a bunch and, uh, of these things. And that is it for horror news this week. They have like Harry Potter and Fortnite and all that crap. Oh, they have other ones for too? things, yeah. yeah. Hmm. You gonna get one, Todd? I might, but they look kind of like super small. Yeah, they're pretty small. I think they're like, uh, like uh, probably the size of like, like an inch, an inch or two. Yeah, they're like their key, their keychain ones that they do. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll pass. Still kind of cool though. It's be fun something to do with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's trivia time. Yes, sir. Oh, first. We're on the raft of Creepshow 2 in the background, and Sam is is very scared. I can tell. <laughs> that, that one potential rapist gets its comeuppance. He does, yes. Little bitch ass. <laughs> All right, let's get into trivia now. Uh, so currently, tied for third place is Joe and Sam with 18 woo, points woo. each. Uh, in second place is Steve with 27 points. And in first place... The current reigning champion, Todd, from yeah, boy. with 30 <laughs> points. <laughs> Kentucky Todd. Kentucker. <laughs> Land of smoking. Mm-hmm. Who would like to start? I guess I will. All right. Sam will start. Wait. Are you sure? I don't know. You go ahead. All right, I'll start. (laughs) This one will be Lodge related since we are doing Lodge tonight. Better not be my fucking question. It might be. Do you you guys hear me? Yes. Sorry, that was my mute button. My mute button was like, it was stuck, so I'm like, damn it. He's like, don't go on without me. (laughs) We're all like... Fuck you. <laughs> well, Sam, I have an extra question, so if you need it, I can give it to you. Well, I'm not going to tell you if it's yeah, my don't question. Don't be showing questions. <laughs> All right, so here's my question for Lodge Related. Be ready. It's a fast one. I'm ready. Uh-huh. What is the name of the dog? Grady. Sam. Oh! Steve, we need a recount. Yeah. <laughs> I think all three of us tied, but... I'll, I'll, I'll check it out on that one. Go cry in your green beans, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> And save me some. <laughs> so I'll, I'll check for that one after the episode. <laughs> I knew it would be that, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, me, too, me too. I was ready for it. <laughs> uh, you go, Sam. Alrighty. So this one comes from Kayla. She sent this uh, last week, but I hadn't checked my messages in time. You're so, afraid of seeing a dick pic probably, huh, with all those? Right? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to figure a way to read it, read it <laughs> All right. in my way. Okay, um, in the, okay, sorry. In what war was the blind man blinded in Don't Breathe? Vietnam. Uh, Korea. Korea. Vietnam. Um, Desert Storm, I guess. 
The Gulf War. That's Desert Storm. Steve got it. Steve got it. Nice. Thanks for clarifying that, Todd, for those of us who do not know. I figured Steve Lang would have been a little too old for that war, but I guess not. What? Too old? Too old. <laughs> the oldest guy yeah. here? No, Steve Lang, the actor. Oh, Steve <laughs> Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, honestly, I would I would probably picked a Vietnam had you guys not said it. So. <laughs> Gulf is the 90, and he's 60s. Ah, whatever. Who cares? All right. Steve, go. Since you got it. All right. <clears throat> Uh, in Gretel and Hansel, what does the witch say is the gatekeeper to a world of wonders? Oh. Ooh. The gatekeeper? Yeah. Um, so letting, what, what is... Letting go of her past? No. Ah, boop. Not standing in her own way? No. Children. <laughs> no. <laughs> So the answer is, she says, and the actual quote is, alcohol is the gatekeeper to a world of wonders. Oh, oh okay. What is it? Alcohol oh. is what? Is the gatekeeper to a world of wonders. Huh. Interesting. No, we didn't talk about during our review of Gretel Hansel, and I thought about it after the fact, was when they trip on the mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Maybe they were tripping all along. Ooh. Shit. All right. Welcome back to review part two. (laughs) I like it. Name the town at the center of the Scream murders. Woodsboro. That's a correct. Oh. Whatever, Joe. Yeah. Ain't tied. I don't like the pressure. God damn it. (laughs) All right. My next question is. The Revenge of Michael Myers is a subtitle for which Halloween movie? Four. I was I was reading my trivia. That is incorrect. Wait, what is five. it? Five. Yeah, yep, Sam got it. Five. What? I said it before. I don't know. I think you both said it the what? same time. No, I said it like slightly. I'll check it again. What? Some bullshit tonight. All right, Steve, you're gonna have to give the tapes. Talk, let me break the damn tie with Joe. Come on. <laughs> Steve's catching up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll check it. We're both right. desperate here. Hey, where'd my other question? <coughs> Who's up, Sam? I think it's Sam. my turn. Okay. Um. Wait, how many questions have you done? Two. That's my second. Have I done any? Oh, okay. You did one. You did one. <laughs> you guys leaving me in the past. <laughs> Alrighty. I am gonna have to. God. Okay. Um. Tell me what movies are watched. The Thing remake and Jack Frost. <laughs> Can we fucking hear the question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop asking movies that we're reviewing Steve questions. Steve got the point, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is in the lodge for people who don't know. Go <laughs> the tape for that one, Steve. I don't think yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, on Todd's ass now yes. for those keeping track alright I'm, I'm throwing a softball so uh, who directed Hocus Pocus Mick Harris Kenny, Kenny no, Ortega Kenny or- I hate yeah, you Joe so got it. much Joe <laughs> I wasn't paying attention you weren't paying attention 
Stop, stop watching the rash. Be a question, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I threw that in for you too, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roseanne Barr makes a cameo in what horror film? Never run on Freddy. No, stop Never... it. Freddy's dead. Never run on Street Six. That's correct. Yeah, with, with Tom Arnold too, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. My turn. Joe. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hey Steve, your mic's on mute. You should hit the mute button right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Alrighty. How many movies in the Friday the 13th franchise were released in the 1980s? Seven. Um, eight. Sam got it. It is oh, eight. Oh, I was going to say seven, Steve. <laughs> An off-the-cuff question. Okay. Out of... Okay, tell me... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I get so excited. I'm like, wait, how do I ask it? Okay. Out of the cast of The Lodge, who has appeared in a music video? Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Steve got it. Yeah, I did. No. Aerosmith. She does, but who else? Trick question, motherfuckers. <laughs> what? Steve already answered. Hey, so did Lisa Joe. Stone and Jaden. Nope. Yuri <laughs> talked. No one gets a point. <laughs> what? You had to get two of them. <laughs> you didn't even say that, though. I think I'm calling Steve the point. What do you think, Todd? I think you gives I Steve the point. The freaking ass or talk. <laughs> Only these guys fail. They had their opportunity. Who did who she give a point Wait, to? Wait, did Steve not get the point? Uh, just as long as it, you're not giving it to you. No. I don't care. No. Yeah, Steve gets the point. <laughs> What's he get the point for? I thought we get getting two. Yeah, no, so the, it's a two-pointer. Sorry, guys. Somebody oh got God. one point? He got zero points. Oh, he did? Oh, shit. That's wow. why you talked. <laughs> Steve, you just got a new car, okay? You're already on top of the world. <laughs> Sam, I was going to take it easy on you when I was going to enter the reviews. Not anymore. Steve, I love you. <laughs> no more questions for Sam. No, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Steve gets a damn point. Oh. What? <laughs> people now? Stop. Stop. Damn. He's a little scribble. That that. He's like picking up the pen every two seconds. <laughs> I still don't know if I'm giving him a point or not. He's in the lead. All right, you know what? Let's leave. I'm going to leave this one. I think we should leave it up to the listeners. On whether yeah, I, did, I, I, I agree. Oh, I didn't clarify. I wasn't specific. <laughs> this I'm is so stupid. Shit on every level. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'll, I'll ask the question. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. One answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Which horror legend gets his head blown off in 1980s Maniac? Uh, Tom Savini. Yes. Finally, fuck. Oh, right, God. <laughs> oh, God. I was on the boards. Fucking amazing uh, effect. Oh, fucking awesome. <laughs> he does a lot of headshots, come to think of it. He does. Uh, all right. Final question. Final question of the night. One point. What horror movie posters, but it's one point, feature a toilet? Ghoulies. Got it. Got it. Got it. Good question. 
Thank you. <laughs> All right. So after tonight, Sam got three points to go to 21 points. She's currently in fourth place. Wait a minute. Joe got four points tonight to go up to 22 points. Liar. To put him in third place. Weren't you guys Steve. tied, though? And you yeah. Guys got the same amount of questions right. No, Sam got three points. I got four points. Oh, sure. they said she had four. Yeah. Uh, Steve, with two... What more questions did you get right? What? Steve, I'm going to need you to report back <laughs> to me on that. I mean, I'm just marking... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, Sam. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, no! Uh, Steve... All right, me and Todd are just going to tag team the rest of trivia for the rest of the damn year. You've got two points tonight? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. a fucked up round. We'll, we'll let the listeners list, uh, decide on that one. Up uh, his total to 29 points to put him 29. in 29? And... Who's he and Todd got one point tonight to go to 31 points and remain in first place. All right, I know I know I had a bad night, but I'm thinking the little it's a little bit off here. Yeah, I'm gonna say you, you had thir- Todd had 30 points going in before tonight and he only got one point. Steve, I, I feel like Steve got one too because Steve had 27 points and he got two points. All right, it should be three. The record should be, yeah, we'll see. That, we'll see what the listeners say. We'll see what the listeners say. I'm gonna dispute that. I'm disputing that. that. I think Joe's giving himself a point, though. Oh man, the listeners, <laughs> the listeners can keep tabs if they would like, but uh, I'm pretty sure my 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 scoring is very is very correct. <laughs> let Joe be the banker in Monopoly either. <laughs> I know. Joe, Joe, you know what you need? I think I would be doing better than like eight points behind. No, you got to keep it. You got to slide in like a point here and there. Oh, okay. That's what you got to do, huh? You know what you need, Joe? What's up? Some Deadly Grounds coffee. Ooh, yum. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Fill me up. Fill my cup up. Oh. How do you guys like your coffee? Black. Straight? Yeah, no, no sugar or cream or anything? Black no. with some almond milk, some almond creamer, and a little bit of cinnamon. Well, it's not black, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I, I go back and forth, you know? Yeah, I'd say 99% of the time I drink it black, but once in a while I'll... Don't you use creamer, because you use all my creamer. Yeah, lately. I said 90% Well, that of the ain't black, is it? Well, 90% of the time I drink it black. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drink it black because it, it's like a manly thing to say, I, I get black coffee? No, no, I did it because I did it when I was like trying to like cut down on like sugar and mm. creamer. Yeah. And uh, oh, I went, but he eats five pounds of candy a night. I do. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Just if you're gonna give up one thing, might as well be the creamer and the coffee. Yeah, exactly. Those Twizzler bites. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. How, how do you take yours, Todd? Uh, I like a lot of creamer. 
and one sugar. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Steve, you drink coffee? Yeah, a lot. And uh, do, do you guys know the term double double? Is that a thing in the U.S.? It's a hamburger in the U.S. Okay, no. <laughs> in, in Canada, it means two creams, two sugars, which is how most huh. Canadians take their coffee. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do the lodge. So, how would you feel about going to the mountains for Christmas with Grace? She really wants to get to know you guys. That's our mom's hat. Oh, I'm sorry. You okay? I don't want to leave you here with the kids if you're not feeling up to it. Uh, I'm feeling fine. It was my idea, and it's a couple days. I can do a couple days. Okay, guys, I'm off. Have fun. What is that? It's Christ. Everyone committed suicide except her. Repent, and you will find salvation. Guys! Things are very uncomfortable between us, and we're stuck in a house together. talking about look outside we're stuck here currently out 2020 directed by severin fiala and veronica franz german director starring Jaden martell from it riley i can't pronounce her last name and some other characters from the hobbit and stuff that joe pointed out oh and alicia silverstone which i haven't seen in ages so it's nice to see her um according to imdb a soon-to-be stepmom is snowed in with her fiance's two children at a remote holiday village which is not a village it's just a cabin just as relations begin to thaw between the trio some strange and frightening events take place. So I don't want to spoil the beginning because it's a really jarring scene. Um, but we'll just say that there's a couple. Alicia Silverstone is the mom of these two young children, boy and a girl. And uh, she's split up from her husband and she takes the kids to his house. And he's like, hey, like we need to get divorced. And it's clearly that Alicia Silverstone's character is not ready for it. She still loves him. Um, she's very awkward. She's putting on a lot of makeup, a nice dress, trying to impress him. And he just throws a bomb at her saying, hey, like, you need to sign the papers because I'm getting married to that other chick. And it just shatters her, and um, rightfully so. And then that's where I want to leave the story at. 
Um, but they do get to a cabin at some point and strange things start happening. So we'll spoil it a little bit later. Um, Cause man, I, that scene with Alicia Silverstone, I did not see coming at all. I don't know. Did you guys see that? No, I did. Nope. You did? Uh-uh. Man. Not me either. But it was um, very effective, very subtle and just like mm-hmm. nice. Um, but warning guys, you know, we're going to spoil this movie and it's just came out and, um, I don't know how you guys feel yet, but I would, hi- well, I know how Sam feels and Joe feels, but I would highly recommend you watching the film before listening to our review. Cause we're going to spoil a lot of key moments in the film starting in the next couple seconds. So the dad's a dick, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't Maybe. normally side with, with, uh, the he girls in this it. position. I'm going to be honest. I'm being honest, but he was a prick. Like he's yeah. he's giving her that little look, like, hey, you need to sign the papers because I'm getting married. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's definitely a prick in in that in that part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because she knows he knows she's fucked up, and then we learn that the girl is like a previous cult follower, and like was part of like a survivor of mass suicide, and mm-hmm. like he's dumping his wife, the mother of his children, for the psychopath that he wants to have his kids around. This guy's a fucking it. Is it that good? <laughs> is she that good? In, in in the sack i don't know I, I doubt it i doubt but it don't don't put your dick in crazy and he did <laughs> this is what happened um steve take it all right uh so before i start i don't know if you guys knew but alicia silvestone was in a music video in the 90s uh, <laughs> I, I certainly did but <laughs> fun fact it's a two-part question yeah. that I didn't get an opportunity yeah. to answer, so no one gets a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I had high expectations with this movie going in. Uh, both Sam and Joe had previously said that basically it's the best movie of the year so far. And I'm happy to report that yesterday I almost had my favorite movie of the year as well. Uh, but it fucking sure as hell wasn't this one. <laughs> uh, something else. I can't say That's I love this well one. Part 20. Yeah, regular. No, 21. 20, 20 was a little weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, the acting was great, particularly from the lead actress. Uh, I forget her name, the one who's in the cult. I thought the cinematography was really well done. There are some shots that were really, like, well uh, composed and everything. I love the claustrophobic feeling of the cabin. I feel the cabin was a really important character to this uh, story, and it played that very well. Um, but I found the movie a little boring and long in some parts. And I saw the twist coming a mile away. So did my wife, who was sitting next to me watching it. And ultimately, I just, like, it was good. But, like, I don't think it would make my top ten this year. It is right now because I haven't seen I that many movies. 10, Sorry? Not even top ten? It's currently at number six or seven. And I've only seen, like, 20 movies maybe this year. So, I don't know. It just didn't catch me. Um, I just thought the twist wasn't that great because maybe I saw it coming and I don't know. I was just expecting more. And I've said this previously in many episodes and I still feel the same way. When you kill the dog, it's like a minus point right there. I hate when they kill a dog. It's, Fuck that's that dog. Oh, he's so cute. I love <laughs> that dog. Man, that dog was on point at protecting that house. He was always in that little thing, like barking and <laughs> catching know. everything. He was on alert all night. That was a good dog. So. But yeah. he should have been in the bed snuggling, keeping warm. No, no, he was alert. He was not in the mud room. Not alert yeah. enough to not get frozen. Right. So that's my spoiler-free <laughs> thoughts, anyway. 
Sammy, you want to take it first or you want me to take it first? You can go ahead, Joe. All right. Well, well, Sam and I went and saw this one in February in theaters, and I know we've been kind of championing it since. Um, and yeah, for me, I, I loved this movie. Um, yeah, I just thought it was... Uh, did you it watch really, it again? Yeah, I did. Yep, okay. I did. I watched it last night. Um, it just hits all of the right beats for me personally. Um, I'm a big cult fan, so you know you had the cult stuff in there. Um, the isolation of the cabin, loved that. Um, just the whole feeling of dread and darkness throughout the whole movie um, just really worked well for me. Um, even like I usually don't like dream sequences, but I felt like the dream sequences in this movie worked really well um, to kind of convey um, her backstory, which I thought was good. Um, so, yeah, it just hit all the right beats for me. I loved just about every second of it. I mean, yeah, it's a slow burn, but I never found myself bored throughout the whole thing um and yeah for me it's kind of like the shining meets midsummer i guess kind of like in a weird way is the best way i can sort of describe this one um but yeah i mean i I absolutely loved it and it's my favorite of the year so far well since joe read off of my notes (laughs) (laughs) um so i was super excited when i saw the trailer of this movie last year and i kept thinking it was coming out like in the current time next week. Oh, next week, next week. And then I kept talking about it on the podcast because I wanted to review it. Um, I'm really sad that Steve did not enjoy it, (laughs) but what can you do? Um, Not much to add. I mean, I'm with Joe with the dread and just the isolation. Like it definitely came across really strong. I really liked the acting. For me, like, even though I saw what was coming with uh, Alicia's character, I was going back and forth of what was going to happen with um, Grace and Aiden and Mia. I wasn't sure if it was something spiritual or if it was them or if it was just Grace losing her mind. Um, I wasn't ever bored, and I just, I don't know, I just really liked it. I love, like, movies that make you feel very anxious because I feel like that every day and so it's kind of like a comforting feeling unfortunately and with um I did think the guy was an a-hole because I like who like your fucking children's mom whatever did we spoil this already not yet but if you want to I gave him a warning yeah it's fine Okay, I mean, she ends up killing herself just because she is so, like, depressed and she can't deal with that her old life that she knew is ending. It's just she wants to take herself out of feeling all of that pain. Um, So, of course, her kids are super young and her daughter is, like, just grieving. And it's so sad when she's in the bedroom just crying on the bed and she thinks that her mom's not going to go to heaven since she killed herself. Um, But then six months later, like, the dad is already talking about them taking a camping trip with this lady that he's gonna marry and he had to leave because he went to work right or he had to do something at work I don't know like if I was a parent and I was dating a guy I would not leave my children alone with a man even if I was dating him for six months trusted him was going to marry him I would not leave anyone with my kids for a whole fucking weekend in the middle of a fucking island pretty much for the first (laughs) time for the first time 
while my kids are still obviously dealing with so much grief and they have so much pain, which I feel bad because Grace kind of walks into that. Like it's not her fault, but it's just kind of a shitty situation. Yeah. Um, I, I mirror, I'm, I'm obviously on Joe and Sam's team with this. Sorry, Steve. But um, I, I loved it. But I have questions too. Like some stuff that wasn't fleshed out that I thought it should have been. Was the dad a writer or a shrink or what? Um, so he met Grace because he was I, – I and I didn't pick this up actually the first time I watched the movie, but I picked it up when I watched it last night. But he actually was writing a book on cults, mm. and he did uh, – he wrote a book on that cult she was in, and that's how he met her. Mm-hmm. Of course, he picks up the hot one. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was the only one that survived. I know. The young one. <laughs> the young hot one. The young one. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm with Sam. Like the dad makes some poor decisions. One, he's a he he handles the whole situation wrong in the beginning. I mean, I don't know how to handle that personally. I've never been through that, but I wouldn't think I would be that cruel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, she's not here, and she's clearly in the fucking backyard, dude. Yeah. Um, and then six months. He doesn't even. His daughter's ten, maybe. Yeah. A little bit older, and the son's maybe 16 or something. And I don't know. It's just he makes so he's, – he's a shit dad. I'll say that. He's a bad dad. And to leave them in the middle, like you said, and giving her a gun, knowing her mental state and that she yeah. needs these pills and she's fucked, I don't get it. Pretty clever by the kids, though. Like, once you know what their plan was and you start thinking back, oh, their dollhouse had setups from what they were going to do to her and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty clever. Um Personally, I went too far, though. uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they I mean, they kind of brought it on themselves. (laughs) Well, I mean, but you got to think of the pain that they're had. Like if I I don't know, um, that you died. Yeah. Like after my mom dies and my dad's dating someone new, I would be so angry. I mean, they're fucking kids. They don't realize it's going to end like that. And they just like, I don't really think their dad. I don't know. But they Fuck took the dad. But they took her pills, and that's the reason she snapped. That's like, kid. I mean, here's she, the thing: if she had those pills, she would have never snapped like that. The dad well, should have planned it better. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey guys, she. You don't need to know what the pills are for, but hey, she needs these because she has a, a fucking. She gets the shakes, whatever it's called. Um, yeah. when people have that, something like that. There, well, there's so much you like you know your kids aren't happy with her and you're gonna leave them all in the lodge alone yeah six months is nothing especially i mean with a parent or something like that like he's just a fucking he's the worst dad of the fucking year man <laughs> i hate him <laughs> yeah i mean that and that yeah that the least you saw was on suicide scene is Oof. just like yeah, I did not see that coming at all. It was I remember really? when we start. No, I mean, yeah, Joe, like I might like jaw dropped. Yeah, when we watched he it, was, was like, like, oh, oh my shit. god. Yeah, like I, it was just like it like hit me. Like I wasn't expecting it. Like I could just tell like how much like she just looked so filled with like no hope, no hope if that makes sense, and just dread. Mm-hmm. And it's like she was getting everything situated. Enjoy that last glass of wine. Take off your necklace and. Mm-hmm. But everyone knows that you got to go bang people in that situation to get back at them. <laughs> well, the, right? guy, the guy she wanted to bang was banging someone else. That's why she bangs someone that he hates. Yeah. Get back but at him. I dare him be like, yeah, she's not here. And clearly you can, like, see her. Like, have some respect yeah. for the baby that birthed and raised your children. 
Can I say to you that that kitchen that he has is the worst kitchen I've ever seen? <laughs> it's like Did really. Say that. That, yeah, that house no, is really interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> the window is at like his navel. I'm like, how are you gonna see out that? <laughs> That's another subject. So here's one problem I had with the movie, and it was like the one big problem with it is. Like, how did she find her way back to the house when she goes out walking? I mean, she probably just... She followed her footsteps. Yeah? Well, I mean, I feel like the footsteps would get covered up by all of the snow by the time she gets back. But I feel like if you're walking a certain way for however many hours you know, let me just turn... Let me just do a three... Wait, one, two... Three-point turn? I yeah. don't know. You know what I mean. That's literally, I mean, that's literally, like, the only, like, fault I had with the movie, which is kind of like, all right, that's kind of, like, reaching a little bit. Like, Why did she walk back. across the lake, of all things? Yeah, she, I mean. She didn't follow, like, the potential road. Right. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she you didn't know, realize how big the lake was, though. And you know what? The boy could have, if, if we're being honest here, the boy totally could have made it. If you give him, like, the fucking... Um, blankets and shit. He's a smart kid. He could have made it. He would have made it. He would have froze to death, Todd. No, Steve, back me up, winner guy. <laughs> what? Yeah, he, would fro- he, was, he would have froze to why, death, I think. All right, That's Steve, you, Steve you again. She came back because it was too cold. <laughs> yeah. She came back because she. Well, I mean, she was dumb. She didn't have any experience. I I'm mean, just saying. Brady froze to death. Aiden ain't gonna make it. <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think that was a, literally an accident, or do you think they killed the dog on purpose? I think they probably let him out to worry her, but then he just got lost and ran off, which that's really shitty. Like, I feel like, I don't know. She was hysterical when that happened, so I don't think that was on purpose. Yeah. But, um, you know, honestly, I would have liked the movie better if they went the route of them being dead and not, you know, that I thought that would have been like kind of like the others. That would have been cool because when he when he said like, hey, like, I didn't want to tell you um, this in front of my sister, but. I think the gas thing broke and we all died last night. Like, yeah. When he said that, I was like, oh, man, I hope that's not what really happened because they said that way too early in the movie. Yeah. But I was that would have been a cool little twist instead of them. It like, been cool. I agree. Yeah. yeah, that would have been cool. I mean, I and, did like the way – I do like the way it went, though. Like, And I know what Steve is saying. Like, yeah, it was kind of obvious. Like, she was, like, slowly starting to break. But I, like, was going with it just because, like, I was enjoying the movie so much. And, like – for such, like, you know, she's such, like, a sweet, like, looking girl, and to see her, like, you know, like, when she starts to break, and she goes on, she kneels on the wood Mm -hmm. that's, like, on fire, and, like, that was fucking creepy, and you're, like, oh, man, this girl's, like, she's starting to lose it, and then, like, when she goes, like, up, like, when the little girl has to go to the bathroom, and you see her in the shadows, like, her face come out, like, that is creepy, like, it is unnerving, and, like, for her character to take that turn, Mm -hmm. and cause, like, that dread, and even when, like, she's coming up the stairs, and the kids are up there, like, terrified, like, I could feel, like, the dread in that moment, and, like, it, for me, it just worked. Yeah, it was super effective, Mm -hmm. but, um, I'm thinking, uh, Jaden's his name, is it? Yeah. I'm thinking he could have took her, man. <laughs> I, I'm thinking he could have smashed her with that. Yeah, I think yeah he probably could have honestly. Like I but, thought he was gonna run her over at the end or something. That was really effective yeah. too. Them struggling in the snow. Yeah, yeah. And you don't see it, you just hear it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he could have brained her or something. Mm-hmm. But the dad, I mean, even though he didn't deserve to die, he still got his 
she get she got her revenge on him. He got shot in the fucking face too. Yeah. And which was um, I didn't see coming either. To be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought she was gonna give up. Yeah. And uh, I man, I love. There's not much of a score in this movie, but when the music does happen, it's like really effective, especially the dream sequence scene when that fucking organ yeah. comes on. Glass. Um, yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, thought Alicia Silverstone was a little bit wasted. I thought she would have. I, I originally thought it was gonna be a haunting movie. Um. So when she wasn't in it, I was kind of disappointed, but then it made sense why she wasn't. Yeah. But uh, they kind of thrown her in a little bit to throw you off a little bit to make it seem like it was more haunting. But um, yeah, besides the dad making unrealistic choices, and uh, that's pretty much my only gripe with it. Steve, you've been pretty quiet. Let's hear some of your. Uh... Yeah, I'm just listening. Um, what gave it? I don't know. Yeah. What gave it away and how? Okay, so I have two questions. What gave it away for you? Like, what, where was the first point where you're like, oh, this is gonna happen, and what uh, would you have liked to see happen? So, so Todd actually nailed exactly the moment where I figured out what the story was about. It's when uh, the kid says that uh, maybe we're dead, and this is like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of ghosts. Because it was so early in the film, I'm like, okay, well, this whole thing is going to be the kids that did it. They hid the stuff. She's going to go crazy and probably kill them the same way as she did uh, the, the other people that she killed in the cult, right? Um, so right, like, from that moment, and that's what, like, 30, 40 minutes in? Yeah. And both me and my wife came to the same conclusion, essentially, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, I like what Todd said. I think I would have liked to seen them try to push kind of the ghost angle more and only at the end reveal that, you know, it wasn't anything supernatural. It was really just someone kind of breaking. Because um, I, I, I don't know, I, I guess I came in thinking it was a ghost film, and I felt like uh, fucking the guy in Jurassic Park, like, are there any ghosts in this ghost film here? <laughs> like, where are all the ghosts? You know, it's just, uh, I didn't, I don't know. I just uh, saw it coming too early, um, and I, I wish they'd explored the religious thing more, like her cult passed yeah. a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. It just disappointed me. I still liked it. I mean, you'll you'll see with my score, but I just had, I guess, too high expectations. And mm-hmm. I would revisit it before the end of the year to, you know, sometimes with a lower expectation mm-hmm. and knowing more what I'm getting into, maybe I'll raise up the score by the end of the year. Sure. But right now, uh, I was just a little disappointed, I guess. Do you guys remember Heaven's Gate that this is clearly based on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember seeing that when I was a kid and like their Nike shoes. I don't know if I remember that. Yeah. Is that the one they went after the comet, right? Or was that a different one? Yeah, that's one? right. That's a comet no, that's one. Heaven's Gate, yeah. The hell, yeah, the hell there's also Jones. Yeah, there's also Jonestown, which was another big cult mm. mass suicide type thing. Jeesh. Uh, yeah, you guys never uh, seen The Sacrament? No. That Jonestown. No. Ba- it's a movie basically about Jonestown. It's really good. You watch it, Sam, too. Yeah, yeah it it's good. it's awesome. It's a Ty West movie. Ty West directed it, uh, found footage style. Really, really good. Just came out within the last few years. Yeah, I listened to the entire Jonestown tapes. I don't recommend it. It's horrifying. It Just, is. Wow. Break it down for me a little bit. The tapes? Yeah. So basically, he gave these you know hundreds of people... Uh, the, the juice that would kill them. We're talking children, mothers, fathers, and he's on the mic as this thing is happening. 
and he's describing, oh, this family just ascended into heaven. And But at the same time, the FBI was about to get them. So he would also provide updates like the bad men are coming and you hear the children cry. It's just it's horrifying. Just it's like an hour and a half. I really wouldn't recommend listening to it, but it's very fascinating. It's just it's horrifying. Were the cops like in the process of breaking down the door and shit? No, uh, they were like still pretty far away uh, near like an airport where that and that's where they got Jim Jones is I think trying to board an aircraft. Uh, trying to escape the fucking thing after he murdered everyone, which is horrible. Yeah, it's uh, anyway. I'll pass. I'll pass. yeah, yeah. Don't listen to it. But it's, uh, Jonestown's definitely an interesting cult thing. So. Yeah. And it just kind of remind me of that, but I I think it was more based on Heaven's Gate. So, so yeah, sad. Um, what did you guys think of the the very ending? Whoa, was she's putting sinner on their lips and yeah, gotta kill him. Yeah. Brutal, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brutal. So I'm like, come on, man, get up and uppercut her or something. Well, see, like, I thought of that, but then, like, you got to think, like, in their head, like, they, their mother just committed suicide six months ago. They literally just watched their father get murdered. Like, at that point, you just probably feel pretty defeated, and they're like, what's the point, like, a living at this point, you know? Yeah, but he's got his big brother instincts there, you know? They got kicked yeah. in. Yeah. But, I mean, I, that's a movie. I get it. Sure. But, um, what you think it's... of the paint? What What you think of the painting? Because I was telling Sam, I was like, I want that for like our, no. our house now. <laughs> no. the, the religious painting that she didn't like. Yeah, that painting they keep. That's like a big part you keep yeah. seeing throughout the movie. I thought it was good to play like a more significant role, other yeah. than you know making like kind of like a catalyst for her getting pissed off. Yeah. But uh, I, <laughs> if you put that in your room, I don't think so. Man. No. I'm gonna veto that. I was afraid of for the longest time after we had seen The Lodge is like, I don't know if I told Joe this, but sometimes he likes to scare me and I really hate to be scared. I'm like, I literally want to punch you in the face. Um, it's that I thought like every night we went to bed, he was going to fucking play that organ music on his phone while we're like laying in the dark. Like every night I was like, Joe, please don't play that music if you plan on scaring me. <laughs> Now you have to do it and record. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have a, a picture like that that freaked you out, like somewhere you went or? Yeah, like, I feel like my grandy had a few paintings like that, and it was a little kind of like, well, a little yeah. I'm like sure religious there, paintings there was, like that. but nothing that jumps out in my head right now. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking of it now, where he looked. Yeah, like right. That painting. <laughs> Terrible CGI moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my grandparents. Uh, I've talked about in the past. They had a really haunted house for a long time, and they had Even a white, picture. Right? But yeah, the one exactly. Uh, they had a picture on the wall of my grandfather's grandmother. Um, so very old picture, and she's staring directly at the camera, and because of that, regardless of where you were in the room, her eyes are like following you, and it always freaked me out. Even though she's like technically my great 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 grandmother, you know, but. Uh, yeah, it just always made me uneasy. So that made me remind me of that just freaky, uh, freaky painting. You know, maybe she's the one that was weighing herself. Yeah, no, that, well, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling, visiting the family. Yeah, I, I have a scary um, thing, but it's not an item. It was in my grandparents' house in their upper uh, second story bathroom. And you, you know how, like, there's multiple light switches sometimes for, like, the fan and, you know, maybe a 
bathtub light only, stuff like that. Well, one of the light switches had a bright red light bulb that lit up the entire bathroom in red, and I literally thought it was a portal to hell. Oh and my I was, gosh. I was deathly afraid of that fucking place. Oh, same place in front of Grandpa and Grandma's house. And now I just remember this. Um, they had a basement, and California basements aren't a thing. So this house was built in like the 20s. They had the butler's quarters and everything. And uh, basement was just basically a, like a dirt floor. And Grandpa used to tell me that Puff the Magic Dragon lived in there. <laughs> and that he would eat my toes if I ever went in there. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, I yeah, so I... Afraid of both Magic Dragon eating eating my toes. So yeah. But as an adult, what was he hiding down there? He didn't want yeah, you to see. Seriously, it's probably his porn. Right. <laughs> Freaking grandpa's eight millimeter porn set. Right. <laughs> it's it's like that thing. It's it's like the uh you, you know, you put a picture and you look through like this eyeglass thing. Yeah. That's how old people used to watch porn. <laughs> they even make it's that joke girls. at Disney World. It's like Yeah. It's just Hilarious. girls with like showing their ankles though. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, so red light and puff the magic dragon. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys want to go to a question we had about the watch? Yeah. Uh, so this one comes from uh, our buddy Eric. He says, "Okay, Eric how?" S? Yeah, Eric S. I love you. <laughs> well, we'll see after this question. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. I forgot he didn't like it. Uh, okay. How has nobody ever called Child Protective Services on this father? He was horrible, <laughs> and those little shit children were horrible. My question's for Sam. How can you recommend a movie with a dead dog so much? I thought you were my safe space. Oh, <laughs> I hope I can still be your safe space. You know, that, I, for as much as it bothered me, and usually things do scar me for a little bit longer um, than I would like them to. I I don't know. I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> like I did, but I happen. didn't. Yeah. I, well, I'm like, hopefully, I don't know. There's not, I can't, there's nothing I can say, Eric, but <laughs> I was pissed off at an Aiden. This movie hits all of the notes. You got dead animals, dead children. <laughs> well, what about like when, and you know what I didn't appreciate, although I guess I get it if I'm a child, was where Mia falls into the fishing hole. Grace literally saves her life, and all Mia cares about is that fucking doll. Because it's her mom. I know, but she could have died. It was it was her mom representation, though. And off, okay, and here's another thing with Grace I just thought about. Like, who's, who's other, who else is the fucking snow hat gonna belong to? <laughs> True. Who, who, what woman invested her uterus and time to have this lodge be her home? You just grab some beanie and not even, like, I would be like, no, that's probably their mom's. So let me stay away from that. I mean, am I the only one, though, that feels kind of bad for Grace, though? Like, she doesn't deserve what happened to her. Well, that's what home I'm wrecker. saying. I mean, I'm going both. Is she I, a homewrecker, though? Like, she might no, not she have known. She could be, Todd. We don't know. We don't know for sure, I guess, but she might not have known what was going on, yeah. right? I, I don't think so. I think she was a good one in this story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I said, what's her face didn't appreciate her for saving her life? Right. Hmm. I gotta <laughs> say, Grace is hot. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah you can say yeah. that. She's and attractive. I feel like she looks like Drew Barrymore. 
I don't uh, no, I'm not a Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Let's not say that. But um, she didn't close the door when she was taking a shower, and there's a 16-year-old boy walking around. What she expect? Exactly. <laughs> Come on now. And then she's like, "Oh, you just want to watch me in the shower?" I was like, "That's kind of a weird line." But like, I'd be like, yep. Have you seen yourself? <laughs> like he's a, yeah, he's a 16-year-old. What do you think? Right. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Cool. She's letting him watch the thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. What what a weird combo though why go in the thing right to and then into jack frost the long movie <laughs> yeah hey uh yeah also obviously obviously you can tell the directors like had like the thing in their head and like the shining and stuff like that like definitely a lot of uh inspiration there and obviously they named the dog grady mm-hmm. from you know with the shining in mind and yeah a lot of cool little things and if you've never seen their earlier movie um, Good Night Mummy. I definitely recommend that one as well. It's it's really good as well. Uh, that one is a foreign film. On Shutter. I just started watching it today. Oh, nice. In yeah. German. Let me know. Yeah. Um. Another thing too. This is why I don't understand what the dad did. I know you said he was a writer, but he had to leave Christmas vacation and do a five-hour drive just to go Thank back to work. God. <laughs> like, why like, couldn't we come up the next day or in the middle yeah. of next week? Yeah, well, they don't really explain it, so you don't really know, like, what is going on with him and stuff. And He planned where, it. Where do you think the lodge is, by the way? I assumed Maine. Uh, wherever there's stuff. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's funny. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I recognized uh, the highway they were on because oh. I've driven on it a lot. It's really close to where I grew up. Nice. In Canada? It's in Quebec, yeah, in Quebec, Canada. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. That looks like the highway I take sometimes, and then I, I looked like I rewound it and I saw a sign for Highway 30, which is the highway they're oh. on. I'm like, oh, I know exactly where that is. Oh. They need to find that cabin. Yeah, it's uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, Canada. So. Hey, how how would the you hell? Would live in that cabin? Like, would you want that to be your home? I would. Uh, Not. Yeah. I, I don't like wood paneling like everywhere. It's. Uh, <laughs> I love wood paneling, man. I do. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so classic looking. Yeah, I, I had wood paneling in my basement in my last house, and mm-hmm. I tore it all down, and it left a zilli, like, like a gajillion holes. It was the worst thing to patch ever. Uh, I just have a thing with wood paneling. I don't like it at all. Hey, how the hell did he fake his own hanging? Ooh, good yeah. question. It how was the a, hell does that happen? Some sort of trickery there. I know, but it still was kind of funky. He faked, it was around his right. neck, right? The guy faked his hanging in the Goonies. Maybe the same way. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, I got I already gave the worst father of the year, but the worst, the best brother of the year goes to this kid. He's yeah. a sweet kid. He's very sweet. Very, very protective. Not to Grace, though. Well, yeah, she's, right. yeah. well I don't yeah, care I, about Grace. He needs to be sweet to his sister. Who no, cares he, about He's protective of her. Girlfriend. But he also got her killed, so... Yeah. yeah there's the other side of the coin there. True. <laughs> hey, how <laughs> creepy was it that she put the dad in the chair? At, like, oh, yeah. Oh, table. my God, yeah. That was freaky. What was it? What did you say? She put the dad, his dead body, at the, the dinner table with oh, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with them, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, you guys got anything else sad, or you want to rate this thing? I say let's rate it. No more questions? No, there's just one about the lodge. 
I don't, th- I don't think a lot of people have seen it. It only came out Tuesday, so. Yeah. You, you lead off, Steve, since you. All right. Uh, so, like I said, I not my favorite movie this year, but not the worst movie either. Uh, I give it a 7 out of 10. Oh, that's great, Steve. <laughs> I thought he was going to give it a 5. Mm-hmm. You want me to go next or you, Sam? What would you classify this as? Like, what sub-genre? Like, uh, ooh, that's a good question, honestly. I would say... Like, what's the name that I'm trying to think of? Is it like... I would say psycho- suspense. Ho- I would say, like, psychological horror. And what right? else? What is Suspense? Thriller? What's, like, religious horror movies? What's that title that I'm trying I to think of? I don't even know what you would call that. Yeah. Cult? Like, I don't yeah, know. that's oh, what I was... Okay. Yeah. Cult, yeah. yeah, like, cult horror, sort of. Yeah. It's okay. not really hey, well, horror, though. I mean... Well, before you guys read, what was the that other cabin she found when she was hiking? Was that in her head? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Kind I kind of, of thought funky it was like a, like a dream sequence yeah. type thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, would you like to go, or do you want me to you go? You can next? go, Joe. All right. Well, I loved it. Like I said, it's my, my favorite horror movie of the year. It just hit all of the right notes for me. It chucked off pretty much all the boxes. Um, for me, um, loved just the feeling of dread throughout. I loved the dark ending. And yeah, I, I give this one a 9 out of 10. Stop! <laughs> I also give this a 9. Maybe even 9.2. Oh. With a side of little green beans. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go slightly lower at 8.75, but... It officially takes the top spot in my list. Woo! Suck it, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. The the listeners usually agree with me, so (laughs) I got so many messages after Hansel and Gretel. Like everyone's messaging me, like, "Oh, you were totally right about that." (laughs) Oh, sure. Well, they don't agree with your movie picks when it comes to voting, now, do they? (laughs) Just joking. You're skating on thin ice, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what about Joe? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> told him to suck it. <laughs> All right. What did is uh, you It's a great question. Uh, probably should do a vote. Right. I know Steve mentioned Monst- Monstrum's on Shudder. Mon- Monstrum is fucking awesome. So. Ooh. It's on Shudder. I don't know. But we'll, we'll we'll check it out. We'll t- we'll discuss and uh, yeah, maybe right. a classic and monstrum next the week after. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Just keep an eye on our social medias, guys. We'll let you know. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thanks. Good night. Guys. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Follow us on social media. And rate us. <laughs> and recommend us. Yeah, you know what? Don't cut off yet, Steve. Oh. Yeah, if you guys have a, uh, you know, 10 seconds, if you can head over to iTunes and rate us, that would help us out. We've noticed that we've been charting on some of the charts, and we're super excited about that. So with your help, we can continue to do that. And we thank you for listening, like always. We love you guys. Yeah. Bye.
Dun, 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 dun,